Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we're coming back at you. Corey! Um, I got in an accident today, Corey. Yeah, you did. It sucks. I know. Yeah. It wasn't your fault. Well, it wasn't my fault. Um, I got rear-ended. Um, my car is and myself are fine as far as I'm aware. Um, I was able to drive home. Um, but yeah, not fun. Not mm. a not a fun experience. Also, her car, not fine. Her car mm, may never be fine again. That was uh Yeah, that was a rough one. Um, and she was also young. She was like, you know, probably teenager. She was really shook up, so um fortunately also too, like her um I'm not the most you may not know this about me, Corey. I'm not the most like nurturing person. <laughs> in the world um, um i mean that's one way to put it yeah i mean i like i i feel like i am a kind person but yes. i am not the most like i mean nurturing is a good way like i'm not i'm not i'm not a comfort I, I think my presence is comforting i do not comfort with words necessarily um and her uncle apparently like worked nearby and he showed up and it was like, oh, thank God. Some, he can he can be here to comfort yeah. her as she's <laughs> she's reeling from this. And I can just, um, but no, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's a thing. It's part of my last yeah. accident was uh, 10 years ago, I think. I was thinking about it today. I think it's wow. been, it's been a while. I have like, you know, a car's backed into me in a parking lot or something. Yeah. Um, but the last time, which the last time I also got an accident, I was rear-ended. Um, it was, I was still in college. So let's see. I rear-ended someone my freshman year of college. They didn't have insurance. So they were like, mm. whatever. Like <laughs> also their car was fine. Mine was destroyed. Yeah. And then only other thing happened. I had someone rear end me like two years ago, but we both pulled over and like, you couldn't tell on either yeah. car. So we just fist yeah. bumped and we, I'm like, I'm good. So. Yeah. 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 It's not fun, but what can you do? Um, you just, you can, you can watch a PlayStation showcase. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, I was well, doing that before. And, uh, whenever I got done, Corey, I drove headlong into traffic. What? No. Um, no, we'll get into it, Corey. It's not that bad. Um, yeah. PlayStation showcase and, uh, Zelda. That's what we're here about today. Kingdom everybody. Minutes um, returning. the kingdom minute returns. I need like a jingle or something like beep to be, um, bing, ding, bow. Yeah. Um, something, wow. um, where, wow. Um, the noise he makes whenever he falls down (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah Let's, let's dive into it Corey um no no lead in necessary for this one um so Sony Showcase this was um so it's a weird thing now that like E3 has not yeah I mean for all intents and purposes like E3 as we know it probably will never be back Um, but 
E3 for the last couple of years, especially, has just hasn't existed. So it's been up to developers to kind of like announce things at yep. their own you leisure. Know, at, at their own leisure. And so like this was effectively kind of Sony's thing, I think. Yeah. Um, maybe they have another one in a couple of weeks. Who knows? But the this so. was a this was essentially their thing. It's like hour and fifteen minutes of just stuff. Um, and it's prefaced as being like, this is going to be some beefy shit. Like this is, this is going to be the stuff that you're here for. And I mean, that, that's how it was let off was like Jim Ryan, Jack Ryan. Um, he was like, he was like this, some of the most beautiful, some of the most beautiful games, some of the coolest stuff you've seen. Very excited about it. Let's go. Um, and so it very much had the air of. Oh yeah, this is this is the E3 that I'm looking for. This is the big lead off into the the summer of Keeleys, and we're just gonna like get going. Um, but Corey, what was your overall takeaway from the show? I don't want specific poo pooing, just general poo pooing. How did how did you feel? Um, a little. Uh, not little, just underwhelmed in general. I think we're looking at the third year of the PS5 life cycle. And yeah, we've given, I think, all the studios a little benefit of the doubt due to COVID. Like, okay, it's going to be a little bit longer for a lot of these games that are coming, um, but they will come. Um, and it's starting to feel less and less likely that they will based off this showcase because you're three and there wasn't really a ton of things. I mean, there's a lot of things announced. There was nothing, hardly anything was shown if that's the best way to put it. There was a lot of CGI, just trailers with a title. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. I mean, it looked cool, but I have no idea what that is. And then there was just a couple of things with actual quote unquote gameplay really only like three things with like physical gameplay. And one of those was Spider-Man, which is extremely hype, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll dig into specifics as we go, but that was, that was kind of the general takeaway was you watched it. You know, we're recording this day after it happened. You watched it at the time of, I didn't watch it until the next morning um, just cause I was busy in the evening and I was like, yeah, you know, I saw, I saw a couple of the highlights of like what was shown off, but I actually like sat down this morning with a cup of coffee and was just like, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. I'm going to see this stuff through. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, that is the general energy of it is that it was like, it was a strange thing. I think there was a lot of cool stuff, but there was like a rhythm to it that seemed very like off and it also seemed like there was a lot of again the positioning of it was like this is going to be a lot of stuff that is very cool that is note playstation specific or playstation first party or whatever and there wasn't it was a lot of like it was a lot of kind of like one-off things. It was um, a lot of stuff. It was very, f- there were very few things that were like PlayStation 
specific, mm-hmm. like big PlayStation IPs that you that you would recognize yep. and get excited about. Um, and so it was a it was a weird thing. We'll we'll kind of unpack as we go. Corey, like, what was what was your favorite thing? Like, start out with the good. What was your favorite thing that you saw? The favorite, my favorite thing I saw um, isn't going to be uh, Spider Man. Sorry, folks. Um, what? It's, it's probably um, Foam Stars. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about Splatoon <laughs> knockoff. We um, are going to talk about. Foam I mean, we stars. are going to. We are. We are going to talk about the. <laughs> yeah, Splatoon on PlayStation. I kind of have a three-way tie. I'll probably go with my lead. Uh, the Plucky Squire. Yes. Um, so very excited sh- for the Plucky. Very Squire. excited. They showed off the Plucky Squire. Um, it is a two D slash three D. Um, looks to be uh, RPG um, with just like a wonderful art style. Um, looks like pretty engaging story, combat, and all around it just looks fun. It looks like he's trying to do something a little bit different with a 2D to 3D, like a hybrid game style. Yep. Um, and like you're moving back and forth pretty quickly, how like the world and environment's interacting with you, like going down the steps, you can see like a 2D like staircase you're going up. You can see things like falling down, you're trying to dodge, and then you move into three all together. Um, it was really short. I think it's only like a minute and a half trailer, but that minute and a half trailer of what looks to be actual gameplay um was got me so excited um yep. sort of the plucky squire yeah looks really good yeah that, very up I mean, our alley legitimately cozy yeah it um and that's one of the things like it something like that like presentation of it felt very at home and like big showcase because i mean it wasn't like a big triple a thing but it just seemed like it had the energy of like, oh, this is something like the presentation of it. This like whole vibe is something I can really get excited about. This is cool. And like, yeah, that I've, the Plucky Squire was one of the standout things where I was like, this is really like, even though I'm aware of this, like I followed the Plucky Squire for a while because the artist or like, I don't know. I don't know what he is in relation to the plucky squire i think he's one of like the head like directors or whatever okay um but he his name's james turner i follow him on twitter because he's Mm. a dope artist um and he was the art director on uh pokemon sword and shield um okay and he like was very i think it was notable because he was i think he's british but like he was one of the first like just white guys who's doing some big stuff on Pokemon over in Japan. And so like he did that and then moved on and started the studio. And so like, this is, this is by him and like the art is wonderful and it's really cool. And it has a lot of that energy. And, um, even though like I'm aware of it and like the name's been out there for a while, it's just still one of those things where it's like it, the presentation of it was so cool and it looked so neat and there was so much just like excitement behind it like i came out of it and was just like i want to i want this now yeah yeah plucky squire i mean i i I don't want to dismiss the plucky squire now either at at this moment but i think again it goes to show i think how underwhelming the uh, showcase was that 
this small indie title. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with being super excited about the Plucky Square or anything like that. But again, I think it just shows how underwhelming that the showcase was. That that is probably one of my like top three of the showcase that was shown. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, and it's not a knock against the Pluggy Swire. It's just more the, the fact it's that it's a, a. It's the fact that you know there weren't the huge one. It's and it's more kind of again. It's more kind of, um. Well, let's keep going. Positives, keep going. Corey. Positives. We'll come back to it. Um, yes. another one that I want to highlight that I thought was cool. Um, Neva, Neva. Yes, Neva. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. giant squid developed. Uh, mm-hmm. behind Gris. Um, really beautiful, just like watercolor painterly. There's not, I, it, it was, was just, a, it was just a cinematic trailer of a sword. Harrowing. Yeah. But um, very emotional, very like, it got pretty like right that. Yeah. There's no real concept of what it's going to look like. Um, I mean, look like it. It's going to look like that. What the gameplay yes. is actually going to be. Um, but that was another one that I was just like, okay, like this is this is a standout thing. This is something that's like, you know, has is very distinctive, very cool. I I can get behind this. Let's go. I agree. And I, I I'm trying to think how to words because no, we're going positives. Having played Gris, which I I love, played it in one sitting incredible game i strongly recommend anyone to check it out you can probably beat it i beat it in one sitting it's about three hours yep um i think knowing what gris is made me so much more excited for it because i'm like okay i know what they've done in the past i know what this is most likely going to look like this seems to be a more just on that trailer more action forward game yeah um, just based on the vibe that it was giving but if it's anything like gris like Oh, I need it because Gris is a magical experience. Okay. Strongly Actually, never played anyone. Gris. Strongly or recommend it, Gris. Gree, I guess it may be, depending on... I do believe it's pronounced Gris, um, okay. which is, um, I think it's French for gray. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's a lot of languages. Apologize, yeah, but foreign I th- speakers. I think but that I think was it, the specific... It was yeah. specifically titled behind that. Yeah, um, yeah. Strongly recommend you play it, Chris. Yeah. Again, beat it in one sitting. So, Chris should play Gris. Yes. You heard it here. Uh, yes. What else you got, Corey? What was another one that stood out? Um, <laughs> uh, one of my friends, he texted me. He was like, all it takes for you to be excited, Corey, is um, a castle, a dragon, and a cool sword. And I yeah. said, you know what? I Immortals of Avon? Yeah, no, boy. Screw that one. <laughs> Uh, Dragon's Dogma <laughs> 2. Um, Dragon's Dogma 2 has me very excited. I haven't played Dragon's Dogma. I want yep. to play Dragon's Dogma. I pulled up his 30 bucks. I'm like, ooh. So Yeah. Um, I've I've been meaning to play Dragon's Dogma for a long time. Um, and watching the trailer, I was like, man, I should go play Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> should um, we play Dragon's Dogma? But it's um yeah, maybe we'll have maybe we'll have a special edition Dragon's Dogma playthrough. Um I like it. Dragon's Dogma, I mean, for anybody who's unaware, because I mean the game came out uh 2012. Looking, 2012, yeah. But it was PS3, Xbox 360. It was very like it was so, on. Right. Well, I mean, you gotta think, mud. like this was within so it's May of 2012. This was within 
six to eight months of Skyrim. Yeah. The original Dark Souls. Like, I mean, games that's like, even at the time, even though they have continued to solidify themselves as like titans, it was this thing where it was like, even at the time, people were were very hype on it. And so having this game that was like, oh, it's also a fantasy game, but it's kind kind of weird like kind of jank in like what what is this um people weren't here for it but then over time because i mean that's what it is it's a it's a fantasy game um it's high world fantasy right and then over time it became this just like people would praise it as like this you have no idea like how good this game is and there was a lot of interesting stuff like there were you know, you were, there was a lot of like customization options. You you had these like pawns, I think, which were like support characters. So you had these kind of like party members that were going out and you were fighting all these battles and your party members could be like barred by other people and you could borrow theirs. I don't really, without having played it, I don't really know the draw necessarily in that sense. But like the story was apparently very rich, the lore and the, like it was just a very, it was a very overlooked game mm-hmm. in a lot of people's minds. And, um, you know, Dragon's Dogma 2 uh, was announced last year and now actually got a full-on uh, trailer that was... With gameplay. Uh, which yeah, is, gameplay which kind of trailer that was pretty pretty dope. So Very dope. It, it looks very... like has a very robust magic system. It looks like combat's going to be really good. It looks like your world interaction and crafting looks... Also very great. Um, I will say when it first opened, that opening where it's on the back of the feathered creature, mm-hmm. I thought 100% it was a sequel to The Last Guardian mm. because it looks like how the, the Guardian looks in yeah, that game. Yeah. So for like a half second, like I sat up, I'm like, no, no way. And then I realized what it was. I'm like, no, no way. Yeah, but um, yeah, Dragon's Dogma Two, very excited for it, and yes, give me a cool sword, a dragon, and a castle, in a fantasy setting. Yeah, I'm a sucker. It looks good. I'm excited yeah. about it. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, another one. Uh, Alan Wake Two showed yeah, off a, a game right up here. Um, yeah, I mean it again. It's one of those like, you know, I'm going to, I am glad that I've played Resident Evil 7 at this point because I feel like nothing, nothing can take me now. Um, But yeah, I mean, there were parts where I was like, man, these like cultist figures that are showing up with like the deer heads. I was like, man, this is because like that was the thing with um, Alan Wake 1 that I think always helped me get through it is that all of the characters were like cloaked in shadow. So there was less of a person to them. They were just like these humanoid figures of darkness. And so the fact that like, it seems like that's present, but the fact that it seems like they're digging more into like actual, like Mm -hmm. morphed people stuff, like seems like it could get a little, little more intense. Um, Yeah. But I love, I mean, it seems like I I don't know for sure, but I mean they showed a lot of scenes from 
Um, I think it's Bright Falls is the name of the town, but it's um, the original town from Alan Wake 1. So, I mean, it seems like it's kind of hanging out in that area yeah. still, um, which is really cool. I mean, like that that town, and that was the thing, was like Alan Wake, a lot of why I really liked the original Alan Wake was that it felt like, it felt like playing a Stephen King book. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it, and I mean, deliberately, like there are, I think like the opening line from it is like a quote from a Stephen King book or he's quoted or he's referencing Stephen King. Like, I mean, it's very intentional that it's supposed to have this like, um, twin peaks and Mm -hmm. the shining and like all of these kind of homages, but it's very just like, there's so much personality there. And plus I love the authory feel and there's like the Pacific Northwest setting is really beautiful and there's just like a lot of really interesting characteristics to it that made me kind of able to transcend the fact that it was a horror game um so the fact that we got to like see it i think is really cool i think also the fact that like you know i'm even more hyped for it now that like you know it's it's in the shared universe with control yeah. and you know all like yeah. they just have this big universe that they're kind of like who knows like some weird stuff could happen who knows it's gonna be kind of (laughs) yeah it's gonna be weird yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting to see kind of what comes out of that um but yeah i'm i'm here for it i'm excited it comes out in october 17th so oh nothing about control and i'm thinking about the hallway scene literally one of the one of the coolest sequences in any game i've ever played yeah it whips so much ass yeah. It's also that was um Alan Wake 2 was the one of the only confirmed official release dates that we got out of the Yeah, everything showcase. else was just like an odd like window. I don't think Dragon yeah. Dogma 2 even said anything other than it was just a trailer. Yeah. Immortals of Avom is July twentieth. Yeah, I don't care. Um Yeah. Uh Spider-Man 2 is just fall. Yeah. But it's insomniac, uh, so I kind of trust that. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16 already had a release date, but that's in June. That um, oh, Assassin's sick. Creed Mirage did also uh, have one. Yes. October 12th. Yes. So, um, but yeah, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, I I'm excited about it. Like, okay. I think it's it's kind of what I hoped it would be. I mean, all of the rumors with that would were kind of like this would be old school Assassin's Creed in a way. And it seems very Assassin's Creed one, um, yes, which I'm, yeah. very, I'm very much for like, you know, we've had the conversations recently about um, choose the kingdom and like how much it succeeds in the face of like traditional open world bloat. And yeah, I mean, I think like one of the strengths of Assassin's Creed have not been uh, like, utilized to their full extent no in recent years yeah um and i think if they bring if they kind of tamp that back and just really lean into those really cool assassin set pieces and a lot of the sneaking around and the hiding and like i think mirage could be really cool so Uh, yeah i i am tentatively excited for it um it does look very like old school ac1 um it looks like it might just be set in one city 
Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the setting. I think I need to see a bit more. It looked uh, something about how like the gameplay they were showing or exactly. It just looked a little off, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, can't quite describe it other than I'm just like, something just doesn't look right. I can't put a finger on it. Um, but regardless, I'm excited to see what comes of it. I'll probably pick it up and I will pick it up. Um, tentatively excited for it, but I don't, there's something with the trailer. It just felt wrong. I don't, I can't describe it other than, I don't know. It just wasn't quite clicking. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? Sorry, I mean, I will play you, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's no telling at this point, what, what a game is going to look like whenever it comes out. True. True. Yeah. True, true, true. Um, yeah. Um, other stuff, Corey, um, um sword of the sea, which sword of the sea. comes from the studio that made uh, journey flower. Um, what was their most recent, uh, release? So it is, um, so it's not, by them specifically it is by um the so it's specifically by the developer who did abzu and the pathless um but i think they did tag journey in there and i think it may have been because like they also worked on journey well Um, it looks like journey so yes um so it was who's the developer? Is it also Giant Squid? The people that are that doesn't make sense. Um regardless. You keep uh, going. Yeah. It to me it looks basically like a spiritual sequel to Journey, where you play as a figure who instead of gliding along the sand, it's like you're surfing across sand or the sea. Um it I mean if you play to me, it, it feels like I said, like journey. So I'm giving my context on the trailer based on me thinking it's going to be journey, the sequel. Um, it looks like you're, you're going to follow a similar path where you are working your way probably towards the sea as you just surf across like this world, this environment. There's like floating whales, dolphins, stuff like that. It looks like there's going to be a little bit more interactive puzzling uh, throughout. It's just a little bit that they've shown, but. It if it's anything like those, I know you really like the pathless, um, yep. or Abzu. I am very, very on board for whatever they're bringing because yep. they've kind of had nothing but hits so far. Yeah. Um. So for clarification, for one, I knew it sounded weird whenever I said it. Um. So Giant Squid Studios is the one developing this. Um, they are not the ones developing Neva, Neva, um, Mm. whatever I was reading said giant squid. Um, that studio is Nomada studio who did agree, Chris, um, giant squid, um, in fact did do Abzu and the pathless. And, um, according to Wikipedia, it was founded by several X that game company staff, which are the people that did journey and flower checks out then yeah yeah um so yes it 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 has that energy for a reason yeah um that's a day one pickup for me it looks it looks phenomenal um i loved 
when I played Journey, it's just like the peacefulness of it, but also just like the quote unquote journey and the experience that it brings. Um, I'm excited to see what they're cooking up with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple other ones. Um, yeah, let's, I mean, let's talk about Spider-Man for a second. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, before yeah, it gets yeah. lost along the way. Um, Spider-Man had like a big 10-minute little just gameplay reveal. I mean, it was the first like actual gameplay reveal. Um, and like on the surface, it's Spider-Man. Like, I mean, it, it looks very familiar. I played Miles Morales last year and it very much like has that energy. But the... I mean, the cool thing that they showed off during it was one, um, at least during the entire gameplay trailer, um, Peter Parker had a um, symbiote mm-hmm. suit on yes, um, and was like venom attacking everybody. Um, he seemed Sick. angry. Oh, um, yeah. he, <laughs> he didn't seem... Um, Peter so, Parker returns. Yeah, so he... he um, that's going to be an interesting thing is that is very obviously going to be like a um, real tension point throughout the, who knows if he has that the entire game, what that looks like. Um, But you can tell that'll definitely be a tension point between like him and Mm -hmm. miles and like him as he's kind of going along because he very much like he makes missteps and he's not using his judgment and he's like, you know, he seems very driven by like, wanting to hurt these people. Yes. Um, but also too, like there was a, um, being able to kind of like the mission had you kind of going back and forth between miles who was playing more, at least at this moment, like traditional Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Peter Parker was using more of those symbiote powers. And so it was like this kind of tag team thing and it had like this big dynamic and you're seeing like, okay, Craven the hunter, is in it and he's going to be playing a big part, but they're also talking about Kirk Connors, the lizards. So he's going to be in it doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like they, they did, there was a lot of really cool scene setting. The game looks great. It looks like even more, there's going to be a lot more like traversal stuff. Like you, mm-hmm. like miles had like a, they both had a had squirrel suit. Suits. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. wingsuits kind of going along. They were, they were going fast and it was just, I'm excited about it because Spider-Man is probably one of the best, like, tra- like uh, types of traversal in an open world. Like, it's the yes. most fun to get around. So the fact that they're making new fun ways to do that, I'm all here for it. Same. Yeah, all around, I mean, kind of going off what you said, it story-wise, it looks like, you know, Peter Parker gets... It's going to be a lot of tension, a lot of headbutting. Like you can kind of see where that's going to lead most likely with like miles having to fight Peter Parker, um, which will be a very interesting tale to tell. Um, Yeah. Both look a little bit like miles looks a lot stronger. Um, I feel like we commented on it when we played miles Morales, but like it, cause he was so new to it. It felt like when you're going around the city, you were so much slower you're so much weaker than you were when you were Peter. And it looks in this game, like he's, he has some new upgrades, some new powers and like is like beefy this time around, yep. which I'm very pumped for. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see that interaction, that dynamic between the two. 
Um, it looks like, yeah, they're adding Queens, uh, Brooklyn, and a couple of other uh, areas uh, to be playable in um, for the map, which is also very fun. Um, the only thing I'm worried about, not worried, but just like, so I never played Spider-Man with the new face that they added for Peter Parker. Oh, uh, yeah. If you don't remember, they, they changed over uh, the entire face model. And I'm picturing the little dweeby new Peter Parker as the Venom mm-hmm. now. Because the whole trailer, I was picturing the OG, which I thought was an incredible. I mean, we can. there's a whole other discussion to talk about the two different face models. But <laughs> I was picturing the original <laughs> the whole time. And I'm like, I can see like the anger like in that. And then I'm like, wait, no, they changed it to like the really dorky one. I'm yeah. supposed to be afraid of it. it it's one of those things where I was just kind of like, oh, that sucks. Um, that's just a personal preference, though, more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Looks good. Looked very Uncharted in that trailer. It reminded me yeah. so much of Uncharted 4's um, Madagascar sequence. But the whole time I'm like, okay. this is just Uncharted 4, just but on the river. And yeah. Nothing wrong with that. That's a great, great little run. Um, but I wouldn't be mad if Spider-Man had some uncharted elements to it. Yeah. Um, well, and it leads into like what I feel like was one of the big sticking points with the show is that like Spider-Man was legitimately kind of the only tentpole Sony game that Mm -hmm. kind of showed up. Like there were games like Helldivers 2 is uh, as far as I'm aware is like a PlayStation yeah. IP and there's stuff that like Bungie um, announced Marathon, which is an interesting thing to show because Marathon's like Marathon is like a precursor to Halo. Like yeah. it's it's an it's an old IP. So the fact that they're kind of like bringing that back is like potentially really cool. But yeah, I mean, typically I feel like with these shows, you're looking for those like like with Xbox, you're looking for your Halos and your Gears of War and like in the past, mm-hmm. things like Fable and, um, you know, with Sony, you're looking for your Ratchet and Clanks or your um, now The Last of Us or previously Uncharted or... Yeah, I'm um, shocked there wasn't any factions shown. Like truly Yeah, and, and I think that that was the big thing. So, I mean, like that kind of leads into the the biggest negative of it is just like the for me it was the overall like kind of weirdness and tone because for mm-hmm. me like again the setup of it i you know i i can't remember if i read this in like reggie fisame's biography or if i yeah, heard it on like finished. the kid and krista podcast but there was like there was a note that I remember somebody saying about Nintendo that like Nintendo actively in their marketing discourages the use of like absolutes and hyperbole where it's like, they're not going to go into a direct and say like, this is the best direct you've ever, you've ever seen. They're not going to come into it. And like, because they're not, they're not things like that are, can be subjective and they're not going to like hype you up in this weird way um, for something that may not meet your expectations. And I feel like going into this, like I knew 
somewhat what to expect because I had already heard some of the announcements. But whenever I watched that introduction, it was like it was setting me up for something cool, like something big. Mm -hmm. And there was plenty of cool stuff, but it was like there was some of the stuff that hit the hardest didn't seem like it should have. And the stuff that should have hit harder, I would say specifically like Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, remake was shown off. Like seemed really underwhelming. Just at like the trailer seemed very underwhelming. It was wedged between like that and Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean. Like yeah. it, it had this weird placement in the middle. It had zero fanfare. Um, and it seemed like that was kind of the case. Like even the trailers for certain things that should have been really exciting seemed just very like didn't seem fully there. Like it just kind of seemed like they, they almost kind of got caught off guard and they were like, what do we have? Let's, let's throw this stuff in there. And like Spider-Man was a standout and that there was so much content and it was really packed full and it was really cool. And there were some really cool trailers and really cool things and it's not to take away from that but it was like there was also a lot of stuff that just seemed like why why was it there necessarily and um i feel like if there was another like had there been a had there been like something from the last of us had there been something else like really big and cool and beefy that was like a tentpole Sony something, maybe it wouldn't have felt that way, but it did really feel like whenever you're coming to one of these sorts of events, like you're, you're usually expecting more Mm -hmm. than just like that one thing at the end. And that, that kind of seemed what it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the boat with you there because like, they said, oh, this is our last trailer. I'm like, well, it's Spider-Man. Like, everyone knows it's going to be Spider-Man. I was expecting Spider-Man at the end. It's like, oh, now we have one more. And then yeah. maybe factions, maybe something different. I don't know. Um, and to go on to, like, for Metal Gear Solid uh, 3, like, the, the remake, I am very excited for. But at the same time, with the trailer that they showed, I'm like, is this just going to be, like, Knights of the Old Republic, where they announced that, what? Two years ago, last year, I can't remember. We haven't heard a peep about it since. Yeah, that remake. I'm like, is that what this is? Is this coming like 2028? Like, what what am I looking at other than just a CG trailer? Which is what so much of um, the showcase was. I'm like, I mean, like Metal Gear has the name, so I'm very excited for it. But for everything else, like, you're just, I don't know what you are. Like there was one trailer towards the end where it was just like a ship going through space and they put a title card. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that what? was the Concord. Yeah. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, what does this yeah. even mean? Like, like why? Which had yeah. a lot of like retro space energy, but yeah, I mean, was just kind of like, I mean, again, does feel like one of those things. Like you, you expect to have those like, Whoa, what is this? Like I'm never I'm, like I'm probably not gonna hear anything about those, this for like a couple of years. Of those, but not ten. Well, yeah, and and when when that's kind of the thing, when you don't have the other stuff that's just like really hitting you, it's and again, I mean, could be speaking out my butt like 
there could be there could be people who came in who were like, I mean, you liked Ghost Runner. You you played yeah, Ghost I want, Runner. I want to you, talk about there, I want to talk about that. So yeah, I mean there there could have been plenty of people that came in and were like so hyped that Ghost Runner Two was shown off, and then oh my god, over here Talos Principle Two also, which yeah. like I I've been meaning to play Talos Principle One. Like that's that's cool. Like Talos Principle Two could be really exciting. Like there's there's a lot of stuff that maybe we weren't like we weren't in the right headspace for, it, but it does seem strange again that it it didn't have at least that one other thing like, yeah, you know, but I don't know. It, it, it was a very, like, I, I didn't leave it sad. Like I did. I left it being no. like, there's a lot of cool stuff in here, yeah. but it was a lot of stuff that didn't have concrete release dates despite being like, Hey, it's coming out this year. Um, yep. and it was a lot of stuff that just like, seemed a little out of place. Um, and I don't know why, like, um, I don't know. I'm with you. Um, I think go to, I have, I guess two more releases or two more announcements that I want to hit ghost runner two. Uh, I played ghost runner one, didn't beat it, but I played probably a good three hours. I know it's pretty short, never finish. Um, I thought it was a good concept and I'm excited to see what a sequel does where they really refine it, like bring all the good parts that work, leave some of the bad and like really like nail down a good game. It really feels like one of those games, like the sequel or like once like they've ironed out all the kinks to it, it's going to be like phenomenal. Um, and I'm very excited for it. I think it'll be very good. I will absolutely play it. Um, and then Phantom Blade Zero looked yep. really cool. Like shockingly, like I'm like, okay, this is kind of like what I'm expecting at this generation, like combat wise. Like a like we're going swordsman, like sword play. The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, okay, is this gameplay or is this CG? And not in a good way, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to know <laughs> because if this is actual gameplay, this is sick as like, mm-hmm. like full on, like this is going to rip. Um, but if this is just CG and the like CGI and then when actual gameplay tra- trailer comes around and it's not knocking ghost of uh, Tsushima, love ghost of Tsushima. I think it's sword play is great. But if, like that's what we're down to. I'm like, okay, well you've lost a little bit of the luster there. But yep. that like that game looks like it will absolutely like just rip. Like it looks so yeah. cool. Very fast paced, lots of action, interesting concept. Like, is this a roguelite or is this gonna be like Soulsy? Is it gonna be a little bit of both? Um, because there's the whole thing's like you have 66 days to live. I'm like, hmm, sounds roguelike to me. Sounds like I'm gonna be doing this 66 days a lot. Um but all together look very cool. Yeah. Um, I mean to Phantom Blades, like um Phantom Blades credit, like it um I think a lot of what was shown was gameplay. I mean, there were plenty it, of cinematics, yes. but I think there was I think there were enough like combat sequences that like I'm pretty sure were gameplay that I hope like, so because um yeah, 
and it looks really cool. I think my biggest takeaway from it was like, why does everything have to be like, it's raining in every scene. Everything's brown. Oh yeah. Like, no. it, it is Ghost of Tsushima meets Dark Souls meets Edge Lord. Yeah. I was like, man, just give me like, that was one of the big things with Marathon that I took away. I was like, man, I love these colors. Yeah. That was great. And this just seems so brown from everything that I'm hearing. It is, I don't think it's a roguelike. Um, and I'm not entirely sure that it's even a souls. Like it seems like it's being set up as more of like a traditional 3d action game, maybe a la like Ninja Gaiden or something, you know, like, um, I don't know, but I'm sure it'll have some of those elements, but it's, it definitely seems like it's more focused on like fast paced gameplay than being like this souls experience. Yeah. Um, the developers, uh, I think it's a Chinese developer S game S games. Um, not somebody that I'm familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah. So it's, um, that does, I mean, it looks cool though. Um, just get a, I hope there's, I hope there's uh, some color. I hope there's some color. And then the whole time (laughs) I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I know you're not going to show any button props, but like, I would love to see some button props on this because I have no idea how you're pulling these, whatever these combos are. Um, yeah, looks neat. Very. Yeah. I think that was really it that kind of caught my attention or like that you hadn't brought up as well. Um, yeah, everything else was just so much just like this is going to be a live service game or this is just a, we're, we're making this. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were a couple other things. Um, Revenant Hill by the glory society developers. They did night in the woods. Um, that looked, I mean, there wasn't much of a Mm -hmm. thing. Um, but I love the art style of night in the woods and it's like it, I mean, the art style is exactly the same to the point where it seems like it could be like, right. It, it almost kind of like looks like it's from the same game. Um, that looked really cool. Um, apparently it's not connected. Um, it's supposed to be like, you're a, a cat who I think is trying to become, a familiar for a witch in like early okay. 20th century. Um, then there was also towers of Agsaba, Agsaba, Agaspa. Yeah, it looks just like Breath um, of the Wild. Yeah, it had a lot of Breath of the Wild energy, but looked really cool. Um, that was also oh. neat. Um, we, but yeah, it, uh, do we talk about foam stars now? So. So, but before we do, um, just as a slight mention, we're dunking on it, but Immortals of Avon, it looked, I don't think it will be good. I think it no. will be fun. I didn't realize how okay, yeah. Doom-ish it was going to be. It looks very Doom. Yeah. It yeah. looks like magic Doom. Um, Doom is fun. So, if it plays well... I don't love the I don't love the forspoken level of like quippiness that's coming out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um if it's fun, if it's like you know, really just enjoy, like if it's fun. If, yeah. if it's fun, I'll I might enjoy it. Um but yeah, Foam Stars um was the weirdest thing uh, <laughs> that um I've seen. It is uh, it's Splatoon, but PlayStation. 
It is. Yeah. Developed by Square Enix seems like a what if like it they it has kind of like Final Fantasy like model vibes yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's higher higher budget, bigger, better graphics. And it's just Splatoon, like not even just like, oh, it's inspired by Splatoon. No, it it's is like just Splatoon. It's the same guns. It's the same like super moves. It's the same concept. Like if you didn't see it, it's basically like you're running around with these like the difference is you're not making ink. You're making like bubble foam, foam. Yeah. and and you're trying to like cover, cover the map. I, I would assume cover the map with more foam than the other more colored foam than the other team but i mean it has like super moves like the you know there's the whale gun in mm-hmm. uh splatoon this looks like the big mug of foam that like shoots a big beam that's in there they have like the big uh ground pound slam that like shoots stuff out that's in there like it may look a little bit different but it's like it's the same kind con- and so like i do not see <laughs> this game I don't I do not see this game like doing much of anything like yeah it no. could be fun but mm. it it has the entire energy of like you know destruction all stars and all these yeah. kind of like not like and it's not to say it's not that I don't want them to make that stuff but again like destruction all stars the benefit is that destruction all stars at least was like unique yeah in the sense it that it was like, okay, it's a destruction derby thing. You can get out of the car and you can do all these things. The fact that it's just like they're making Splatoon mm-hmm. is in a way that is also like, yeah, it's pretty, but it seems Splatoon is very intentional yes. with its vibe and like its whole its whole thing. It leans into it 100% and it doesn't feel like this is there. It feels like it's going to be a lot of like generic locations mm-hmm. with random ass people that I don't care about. Mm-hmm. And it's not gonna like, I, I want to play it. I'm curious what it feels like. Yep. If it, if it plays really well, okay, like cool. Good on you. But like, uh, it was a weird thing to see. It, to me, it looks like someone at PlayStation saw Splatoon and how much people at Nintendo liked that. Liked like it and like just brought together like 50 people like you're making that but on playstation and like that was it he like left the room he's like you have a year (laughs) here it is at the showcase (laughs) and it was just like whatever okay sure yeah um so who knows um also did not have a release date i don't think um but whenever it's funny because like you texted me while it was going on and you said, Oh, this game looks like Splatoon. My first instinct was, Oh, they're finally showing more of Doke V. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Yes. And so I clicked like that, like I immediately clicked through and I was like, Oh, I want to see some Doke V. And I was like, What in the hell am I watching? <laughs> this is not this is not what I want. You've led me astray. Yeah. Um, yeah, it um yeah, foam stars. I wish you the best. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see you at some point. Maybe. Um, yeah, couple other, couple VR things too. Which you know, I mean, good on them. Like yeah. VR two's new. Like I'm sure people who have um, PSVR two are excited to see some VR 
stuff. Um, it's a lot of shooters things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's cooler stuff you can do in VR than just like a bunch of shooty shooties. Um, but you know, it's there. Um, just, I didn't even watch it cause I don't think I'm going to care. Gran Turismo movie. Um, I just skipped that part. Um, it's one of those things where I'm like, I like, I think the idea of it is really good. I just don't know if it's going to be a good movie. Uh-huh. Like, okay, we're making Gran Turismo movie. Uh, so, oh, we're taking a kid who's really good at Gran Turismo. And we're going to make him actually race. I'm like, okay, I like the, I like where your head's at. Will it be executed well? Probably not. Yeah. But I'm tempted to watch it because the actor who plays Rand, who is the main character of the Wheel of Time, um, okay. plays him as he's in the movie as the baddie. It looks like. Oh, I'm like, okay. Mm, okay. Okay. I Very cool. I, I can get behind this, maybe. Which they announced season two finally coming in September. And oh, look at that. That's yeah. a, is that an Amazon show? Mm-hmm. It's like some be a okay. cross between. They're, they're referencing a lot of the second book, which is The Great Hunt, but it looks like it's going to blend a little bit um, with the third book as well, The Dragon Reborn. So, Ooh, look at that. There's 15 books. Um, you know, they can only, they, they got to <laughs> they gotta get through it as quickly as they can. <laughs> they got to trim that down a little bit. Um, yes. Or else they'll have, a, they'll, they'll have a, if they follow Game of Thrones trajectory, though, I mean, that would be what, like 20 seasons? Because Game of Thrones, I mean, they got nine seasons out of like four books. So they got eight seasons out of five books, but they were one for one all the way to five. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I've seen they're going to put essentially like two seasons into or two books into every season. Someone was like, yeah, we have like six or seven seasons like planned. I'm like, I don't think these books are thick. Yeah. Still a lot. Still a lot. Yeah. Um, Last thing. Weirdest thing, Corey. Um, perhaps the PlayStation uh, 5 Wii U 2. Yeah, so um they I was really so like the video that I watched, somebody had like time stamped it and just put like PlayStation hardware. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. And so like I I I clicked over because I was looking through it, I needed to get to work, was yeah. the thing. I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, okay, I'm about an hour in. I was like, I really should start working. Um, what what can I kind of like scrub through? And so like skipped over the Gran Turismo thing, went to the hardware, and then they talked about, like didn't talk about, they mentioned in passing um, Project Q. Yes. Um, which was, if you remember, like, like it's- a month ago, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Um, there were rumors that there would be a new PlayStation handheld that probably was going to be like stream mm-hmm. capable, stream only. Um, and this, I imagine, is it. Um, they also announced earbuds, um, yes. PlayStation earbuds. Um, so, but the strange thing with PlayStation Q is that, like, so it's a big, it's an eight inch screen mm-hmm. with basically one half of a dual sense controller on either side. Mm-hmm. And it looks to me basically like a, like a backbone controller. Yes. Um, with a phone in the middle, like which you can also 
do that for? Like, because mm-hmm. that it. Here's the thing. I I have done PlayStation Remote Play before. Mm-hmm. I've done it on my iPad. I've done it on my phone. Um, I you know it's not the most like seamless experience in the world. Um, it's not quite like playing your Switch or doing something like that. But I've done it, and it's a functional thing. And a lot of people who like to do it, they like if they do it regularly. Sometimes they'll buy those dedicated like backbone mm-hmm. controllers where they can just slot their phone in there. They have it. They hold it like a Wii U gamepad or a Switch, mm-hmm. and they play it that way. Um, backbone even has an officially licensed version like a PlayStation version of a backbone mm-hmm. controller that has like X squares or like all of that kind of stuff. And this is essentially like a dedicated device to do that, to just remote play <laughs> things. And that is the strangest thing is it's like to PlayStation's credit, like we went in knowing that like they're probably the, whatever handheld device that came out with was going to be a streaming device but I think like actually seeing it, there was a part of my head that just registered. I was like, I was like, that's just a phone. I was like, I can do that with my phone. I was like, I don't, how much is this going to cost? Like, is this going to be like $300? Like what, what is this? And I think that that's the big question is like, they could come out and this could blow our mind with like all of this cool stuff that they're doing. But it's like, if that's all it's doing is, is just basically doing remote play and you just happen to also be able to kind of use a dual sense for that. Like, I don't know who's that for. Like, I don't right. know yeah. what that is. Yeah. When they announced it, I'm like, okay, here we go. They're like, finally going to see what this is all about. And then they're like, we don't really have any news other than like, yeah, we're doing it. And the whole time I'm like, what the, what did I just witness? Like, what am I, what ugly little child have they just shown off to the world? And it's just, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, who's this for? What's it like? Is this going to cost me $300? Like, cause I'm, I'm not touching it. If that's the case, um, like, is there going to be like any, like, can I download games directly onto it? Is this like steam decky? Like, what, what am I looking at? And it really just feels like a remote play device. And if they charge anything more than like a hundred dollars, I'm like, why would I ever? touch that when i can just get a backbone for my phone um and it's literally just the exact same thing other than i don't have quote-unquote haptic feedback yeah and that is the and that's the tough thing with it is like there are different parts of my brain that are trying to reason it out and it's like okay well maybe they're timing this up with like some big revamp to the remote play streaming hardware yep, where, or like software where it's like, okay, because remote play is not like the most seamless experience, you know, like one of the, one of the things that keeps me from using it, maybe I'm using it wrong. I don't know. But like your PS5 has to be on mm-hmm. for it to work. So it's like, you know, you can play it technically anywhere that you have Wi-Fi. I could yeah. go to my coffee shop and I could play remote play, but I'm going to have to turn on my PS5 yep. for that to happen, which seems weird. Like if I'm yep. not, plus like, you know, my PS, like my consoles are in like a cabinet. So if my doors, like if, if I'm not there to open the door or somebody else is there, 
and they close the door, the thing's going to like overheat. And it's going to be like, if yep. I'm not there, like seeing it, it seems like a weird thing to, to have that like turned on and be actively used whenever I'm somewhere else. Um, plus it's always been, it's always been like, I've never played anything on remote play that's required like precision. Like yeah. I've done, it's mainly been stuff that's like grindy. Like whenever I was platinuming Nino Kuni, I mm-hmm. played some of it on remote play. Cause it was like, like I don't need to be taking up the big screen for, for yeah. some of what I'm doing here. Um, but even if that was the case though, even if they're revamping the software, I would imagine that's going to be the, the same revamps that are coming to what you have on your phone. So again, like, yeah, if it's a hundred dollars, then I would be like, okay, like I'll take this over getting a backbone controller because the backbone controller is a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So I guess might as well just get like a, get a, a nice screen with it. This yeah. A nice screen and a like dedicated thing and, you know, have the haptics and stuff, but like, it's not going to be, it's going to be like $200 yeah, and 100%. it, I don't there. I wouldn't, <laughs> I was going to say like, there has to be something else, but there doesn't like, no, I don't have the, f- yeah, I don't have the faith that it, that there will be. I think it's just going to be what it is. And I think what it is, is not very enticing, at least on the surface. Again, they didn't tell us anything. So, no. I mean, it's an, it's hard to know necessarily what it is but at least on the surface if that's all it is is just it's a remote play streaming device i i can do that yeah on a lot of places already Mm -hmm. um so what what else you got yeah i'm i'm with you it's it's very it feels like they announced it just because it got leaked more than anything like yeah because they they told us nothing they really showed us nothing so the whole time i'm like this was leaked like a month ago and you're just feeling like you have to announce it just to basically be like, yeah, no, it's a thing. It's called project Q. It doesn't actually have a name yet. Um, I mean, yeah, we're working on it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I don't know, I'm trying in my head to do some gymnastics around figuring out what would make it like really cool mm-hmm. in my head. But I don't know. I mean, like, I've never tried Xboxes, like whole X Cloud streaming stuff. I've always heard that it's a little bit more like seamless. Mm-hmm. If if they do take that approach to kind of like make it more of that experience, if they can do something that makes it more like if they do something with it that makes it the primo way to play PlayStation games on the go, or at least like. Yeah off the big screen that like you can't do on your phone or on my iPad or something, then maybe, but I don't, I don't even know what that would be. So it's really all in that price tag and also what they're offering, but that price tag is going to be a big one because yeah, like you said, we know there it's gonna, there's not gonna be too much to it in the grand scheme of it all. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a hundred bug or it's going to be 200 bucks. The earbuds are going to be a hundred probably. Mm, probably I don't know. Yeah. The earbuds are tough because the, the pulse 3d headphones are a hundred. 
So it's tough, I to, do it's have tough those, to know. And they're incredible, though. Yeah. I mean, the so the earbuds could land a little lower. They could be like in the $800 mm-hmm. range. I don't maybe. know. But, um, you know, maybe, I mean, that's that honestly is more like enticing to me <laughs> than Project Q is just. Yeah, you need to have um, the game with because every time we play together, I'm yeah, not, no. not, not trying to drag you, but it's. Well, I mean, well, and it's tough because like, um, like I use my AirPods to play on my switch. Like my, I've, my AirPods are connected to my switch. And like, um, if my wife is reading and like right now with tears of the kingdom, she reads and she says, Hey, shut up. I I'm reading, uh, a a romance. It's got a lot of, she doesn't want to hear uh, links pitter pattering. Right. She's like, I, w- I want to read. Like, I I pop in my AirPods and, and I go. PlayStation doesn't have that. Mm-mm. And, like, I'm very reliant on, on AirPods functioning in my everyday life. And, yeah, I don't have a headset that... Uh, I, I do need a headset for PlayStation, but I am in such a... I'm in such a single-player uh, mode in my life right now that it's like but see I, even even just that idea when my, um my wife's like reading or is like yeah. she's asleep or something i'll just toss them on and it's great yeah and i need to i just i mean and i do for playstation stuff we're like headphones that i'm wearing right now i'll just grab those pop them in but they don't have a microphone but attached to them so i can't use them uh, <laughs> we're mm-hmm. doing stuff so um say warp warp um but yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll see. It's all in the, it's all in the pudding, Corey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, overall though, uh, C plus. Yeah. How six out of 10. Good job. Yeah. Okay. Like it. Um, Corey running a little bit long, uh, kingdom minutes, making a minute, Corey, what you been doing? I just did. Oh, we're making it a minute. I just finished up Gerudo town. <laughs> um, I really wanted to do the, uh, Rito and Gerudo. Um, because those are the two I didn't do in Breath of the Wild, so I wanted to hit those two first. Um, okay. So I've done that. I have. I, I sent you the screenshot of it earlier. I have seventy hours in Tears of the Kingdom right now. Good God. Um, I've done a lot of the depths, a lot of Sky Island. Um, I've also just like rode rode around on one of the dragons for like thirty minutes because I could. Um, just like seeing the world. Um, so yeah, I've done a lot of like, just like nonsensical stuff, but I've also like progressed the story like a good bit. Now I'm doing a lot of the geoglyphs. Um, I have yep. weapons now that are up until like the seventies and eighties, um, which is, there's like a distinct, like, I, I hadn't given it too much thought when doing like fusing weapons, but there is a distinct, like oh, this is a strong fusion combination and it gives you like okay. an even bigger bonus, if that makes sense. Okay. And so cause okay. I was just fusing a lot of things, but it's like, no, like certain like monster things or whatever, like should be equipped to X, Y, or Z. And when they okay. are like, because I was doing like this one thing that usually just gave me like a 28 boost, but I yeah. added it, I was doing it to just normal swords, but I added it to a claymore. And it went from being like a 38 to a 58. And I'm like, okay, whoa, like, yeah, big, big jump. And so I was being a little bit more mindful about that going forward. And yeah, now I have a ton of stuff and like 
anywhere from like in the sixties to eighties. And like there, there's a science behind it. Um, okay. Yeah. Other than that, just been making weird contraptions just to see. Um, it's fun. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a magical experience. Yeah. It's, we were talking a little bit before the, we started recording, but yeah, I mean, that's been, it's honestly like whenever I played Breath of the Wild, I probably put most of my time into the game on the like back half mm-hmm. after I had done um, all of the Divine Beasts. Like I I saved Ganon for late, but I did most of the Divine Beasts pretty early. Um, and I have a much more digestible, modest, uh, like 25-ish hours. That's where most in people of the are, kingdom. So. Um, <laughs> but I haven't done any of the dungeons yet. Like I've kind of set myself up to, I've started some of those quests and kind of like positioned myself to be able to follow them through. But it's like, I'm having so much fun just bebopping around, mm-hmm. just getting out there and finding new stuff. And like, you know, I keep finding just really cool things. Like I told you, Found a found a coliseum in the depth. Yeah, I heard that. I'm like, where, where I had to I had to go to battle against like waves of these enemies, and then it gave me a hat when I won it. Um, and it was intense. So like they were, it was like eight waves, and they were like the last couple. Like they had like some white level enemies in there that were like oh. rough business. Um, and I had like a stick that did like five damage. Um, it was it was not fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just there's a lot of just really cool stuff that I just keep finding all over the place. And it mm-hmm. just it's one of those things where it's like I feel so much freedom to just kind of do what I want to do. Like if I want to go into the depths and I want to wander around and do a few of the big like light bloom mm-hmm. things, light roots, like. I can. And then when I'm like, you know, I want to go do something else, I pop out and there's plenty of other stuff to do. And it's like, I feel no urgency to do anything specifically right now. I'm just kind of doing my thing and wandering around. And eventually I probably will feel that tug where it's like, yeah, I really want to see what a temple is all about. But right now I'm just going. Yep. Just vibing, seeing what's up. Yeah, I rarely find myself fast traveling. The only times I fast travel are I just did it for the Gerudo Town one, just to like I don't want to spoil anything, just for um life ease is yeah. the best way to yeah. say it. Or if yeah. I'm leaving the depths, I you yeah. have to fast travel. So I'm like, okay, where? What am I? Whenever, whenever I leave the depths, I'm like, where do I want to like wander from? And then, yep. yeah, I'm pretty much just like, all right, we're moseying along, whatever we come across. Like, I come across Lookout Landing, I'm like, oh, I have a ton of Barak seeds. Let me, let me get my inventory up. Um, do I have... Speaking, yep. speaking of, for a second, uh, Corey, I still have not found Hetsu. I've heard that he's supposed to be around Lookout Landing. I have not seen him. He is not so, um, near Lookout Landing. Uh, have you found any of the geoglyphs? Yeah. So did you find the first one with the with the old lady? Yes, with Impa. Yeah. Yeah, with Impa. Um he's near he's near Impa. Yeah. Okay. That's where you first find like does he yeah. move? 
Okay, but you have to find him first there. He's a little little, um, north from from that spot. I need to because like I have no space and I have like 40 Korok seeds. So I need... (laughs) I need to unload those bad boys. Yeah. Um, go, go there. You'll find him pretty, pretty easily. Just go a little north. Um, okay. You're not going to go far from that stable. Um, okay. I think you'll get like two upgrades. Then he's like, yeah, I'm dipping, by the way. And then he goes to lookout landing. So gotcha. he tells you he's gotcha. going to lookout landing. Okay. That's so, helpful. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I looked at I. I may have glossed over it, but everything that I would see would be like, yeah, he's, he might be in lookout landing. He might be in the woods. And I was like, well, I don't, I haven't found him in lookout landing. I guess he's in the woods. Yeah. I little, guess I'll find him eventually from there. And so, okay. and once you're there, you're almost at Rito village. So yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. It's um still so much. It's so, so much left. To, to do there's so much but like, it's it, the best I'm, I'm sitting here like okay i'm loving it so much i feel no desire to finish it not in a like oh i'm never going to finish it but just in a there's no reason for me to like run to the end i'm like okay have a, yep. do i accept the fact that i'm probably just gonna play this the rest of the year and do i yep. like okay let's just go and pick up jedi survivor let's play through that and like get like just Essentially, just play things as I wish because I feel like no compulsion to like. Oh yeah, I have to finish this so I can play everything else. It's like no, I'm very happy to continue just like playing this at my leisure. It is a transformative game. Um, I love it so much. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember what I did with Breath of the Wild. I I remember it was a pretty solid. Like I was playing it for about a month, and I think. I think it was like at about a month that I actually like quote unquote beat Ganon. Mm-hmm. But then I, and I think I did set it down and then came back later to do like all of the shrines and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. It's definitely going to be, um, it's going to be, it might, it might very well be a race to before uh final fantasy 16 at this point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, okay. I can play Survivor. Oh, I have like three weeks. I can. Line well, should be doable, and then sixteen, which the story story trailer that they showed off and the showcase so hype. I, I'm I am very excited for Final Fantasy sixteen again. Fantasy setting, castles, swords, sword of dragons. I'm sold. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very excited. It's very cool. Um, Corey, anything else from you today? No, no. Played, no. I played more humanity, but I don't have anything else to offer um, to it other than like it's good. Yeah, yeah. play. I've, it if you're I've not heard a lot of glowing things about. It's definitely going to be like whenever, whenever I'm feeling, I kind of want to break. I'm probably gonna pop over humanity. Yes, yeah, it's good. Heard very good things. I usually do. I'll wake up uh, in the morning before work and I'll do one of the puzzles while I have a cup of coffee. And yeah, it's okay. just fun. It's good. It's, it's, it's it. currently my Sudoku, I guess. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, Corey. Yeah, this has been an episode. Uh, next week. What is next week? It's uh, June ish. Almost. Yeah, maybe. 
Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're getting close to stuff like Street Fighter Six and Diablo, yeah. but that's not yet. Corey Friday is um, is it? June second. That's when Street Fighter Six drops, right? What? Yeah, it is actually. See what? Look at that. When's Diablo um, for? June sixth. So I think it's the next Tuesday. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I'm looking. Diablo 4, there's Baldur's Gate 3 and Diablo 4. I mean, that's probably just going to be my back half of the year because it doesn't look like much else is coming out. So, Yeah. Um, Mortals of Avon, July 20th. Corey. Um, yeah, boy. Uh, Corey, where can people find you on the internet this week when they want to find you on the internet they, this week? You can find me over on Instagram at hash slinging thrasher. And I'm going to the beach this weekend. There will be tons of beach photos. Um, look at you as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Stay Thrashy, or more importantly, um, our Twitter page Arcade underscore Cozy. Um, that's when I or we always um, drop our ep- when episodes drop. We always tweet it out, letting you know. So if you want to be caught up to date on when those are dropping out, follow that page and see when it comes. Love it, um, Corey. You can find me at a uh, Four Point Pixel on Instagram. Uh, Swiss on Joe on Twitter, Arcade Cozy uh, on Instagram is where you can find the show. Um, don't really do much there, but yeah. it exists. It's there. Um, it's there. Um, Arcade Cozy at gmail.com. You can email us questions, concerns, comments, uh, intro, outro music by Johnny Be Good 89. You can also find him on Instagram. Um, but yeah, Corey, till next week, this has been Arcade Cozy. Life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.